Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli coming here from the Bob Bullock Texas History Museum in Austin, Texas, along with my co-host. Hi, everyone. It's Lance Avery Morgan. I'm here with the great Gray Hawn. You cannot spell great without saying gray within great. How are you, Gray? Welcome. I'm wonderful, and I'm happy to be here with you fabulous men. Well, you're the photographer <laughs> to the stars, and we're so glad that you chose to join us today because we have so much to talk about with your illustrious career. Well, the camera's been around. The, and the woman <laughs> behind the camera's been around. I'm going to tell a quick story about how I know of Gray Hawn. I want to hear it. When I was growing up in this little old province of Austin, Texas, Gray would photograph, and you've heard this story a million times, but you would photograph the cover, the social cover for Austin Citizen newspaper. Yes. Which was the alternative to the Austin American Statesman. And it had quite a following in several select neighborhoods. And you would always photograph either it was a wedding or a debutante or someone of prominence. And I thought, and I saw your byline growing up forever. And the fact that I'm sitting here with you at a table now and we're talking and that we've worked together over the years is beyond me, that, that I'm just like one of the luckiest humans ever. So I've, I've known of your talent and admired it for so long. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm honored to be here with you. It's you know it's my great love. Well, you photographed everyone and then some, certainly in in the in the world and certainly in our own backyard. How did you get started? How did I get started? Um, well, I was a painter and an artist my whole life mm -hmm. seemed like, and I still am. And I had a show at Highland Mall. And it was a Mother's Day show, and I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to be doing, but I, for six months, I went about creating images of mothers and children, mm -hmm. and, and I broke all the rules in photography and sort of just out on a limb created some beautiful images. Well, I, there was a clipboard out, and 150 people signed up. And this is before I even knew I was going to be a photographer professionally. And um, when I saw the clipboard, I knew I had a business. You were going to be a photographer? I was going to be a photographer and just create. Because I, I did everything so differently yeah. from the way other photographers were shooting. Yeah. Well, and you, and that's been the hallmark of your style is that you could look at a Greyhound photograph and go, well, that's Greyhound. Those people are Greyhound subjects. It's almost like a Slim Aaron's touch, if you will, Thank uh, you. with how he approached his subjects and you approach yours with the same point of view of you're so respectful of who these people are. And many and most of yes. them have been high powered, mm -hmm. talented individuals. And so you respect the subject and you make them look even more beautiful than they really are in real life or that they even see themselves, which is really neato. Do you think that that was a conscious effort on your end, or it just kind of is your essence speaking through the camera? It's my essence. Your essence. <laughs> my I heart. I can see your essence I from here. I agree with, yeah. with In that. In my heart, I I always say it's the heart that takes a photograph. That's right. And yes. That's so true. So, what subject? What do you think makes an interesting subject when you photograph? What 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 defines interesting for you? That you're like that's an image that will resonate with not just myself, but a lot of others. See, I don't know if I ever really look at it that way. I'm spontaneous when I work. Mm -hmm. And 
whether I'm crossing an ocean to go do something really unusual, yeah. like following a Mayan priest and documenting mm-hmm. that, or in Paris, photographing the Rothschild family or whatever, I don't really want to know anything. I just want to show up and be spontaneous to the moment and just create. Because if I start getting certain ideas in my head, then it will take away from the spontaneity. Well, you know, and with your worldwide fame, I don't know if a lot of people realize that you're from Texas. You grew up in Corpus Christi. Yes, I did. And what was the first dollar you earned? Um, Do you remember what that was? Yes, I painted, uh, I did a lot of murals for restaurants. Oh, you're kidding. Really? In Houston, back in the day. And I got paid for those. But I, wow. in the beginning, I, I, it was more charity than yeah, anything. Right. Wow. But once I picked up a camera, I started charging. Right, right. <laughs> I remember when you had your studio on 35th Street? Yes. 35th Street, and, mm-hmm. and you would have these beautiful portraits. And I would think, God, can you imagine ever being photographed by Gray Hawn? And then we've worked together for a couple of decades now. Right. And you have photographed, we have profiled your photographs in my magazines, and you have shot me, and I've been Thank so you. honored to have done that. And it's my favorite all-time photo of myself. And and truly, um, very true. And and but but you but it but it began somewhere. So what was it about growing up in Corpus and growing up with your Texas sensibility that you think has helped to catapult you to these stratospheric heights? Well, in Corpus, growing up, I uh, if I wasn't sailing every day, I was riding a horse, mm-hmm. and okay. then painting. So I don't really know how to answer that well those are those are acts of freedom right so if you're sailing and you're riding a horse that's freedom <laughs> yes i would think you're displaying your freedom or sharing your freedom with the world and i just had a lot of wonderful friends and um it was so different back then yeah the world was a different yeah. planet it was right yeah and i can remember um everybody would have big hairstyles and big jewelry and big fur coats Mm -hmm. and that was back in the time um when um a lot of people had their own airplanes it was not a big deal right um it seems crazy now but there were so many private planes and i have been flown everywhere yeah. on private planes. In fact, you prefer to, to fly privately, don't you? Like us all. <laughs> it's I was really, going to say, like us all. It? Well, who doesn't? Right. It was really <laughs> nice, except when you're going through a storm. Oh, which right. That's I no have fun. A few yeah. times. That's no fun. Yeah. Wow. But Corpus uh, was pretty laid back. Mm-hmm. And I was anxious to get out of Corpus mm-hmm. and test the waters and other places. And you places. did, along with your famous friend, Farrah Fawcett. And you two grew up together. Yes. And you came to Austin together. Yes. We um, we met in junior high, and I always knew there was something special about Farrah. Mm-hmm. It, it was immediate. And uh, we were both here in Austin while she was in school. Yeah. And uh, she was not only beautiful, but beautiful on the inside. Right. And she was a, a lot of people don't know this, but she was a fabulous artist. Mm-hmm. A sculptress. Right. Yeah. And so painting and sculpturing, and her great mentor was Umlauf. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a show a couple of years ago mm-hmm. where they had 
both of their work. But a lot I of people, remember that. We yes. attended that. Yes. Yeah. But a lot of people Amazing. never really knew that. And the first time Farah was having a show in L.A., um, she called and said, you have to come. I'm so scared. Yeah. And I, this was later in life for her, you yeah. know, this beautiful actress. And um, I can remember her filming Texas murder the tv series right uh, yeah and i uh she, in houston yeah. she invited me to come and hang out with her in the trailer and then she said why don't you be an extra and uh i said oh sure that'll be cool you know <laughs> I, I playing yourself i by didn't the way. know i didn't you know it was a big texas yeah. scene yeah. Um, party tent and so i showed up early the next morning and it was pouring down rain and I thought, surely they're gonna, you know, they're gonna cancel it. Mm -hmm. But the director um, said, no, we're gonna film this and we're just gonna talk about the weather. And if tempers were ever going to flare, yeah. that would have been the time. But right. she was so professional. She never complained. Matter of fact, I'm the one that complained. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and I think that was nominated for yeah. a bunch of Emmys at the time, wasn't yeah, it? It she, really helped solidify her her talents as a dramatic actress and this yes. was it was before burning bed it was mm -hmm. before these other dramatic roles that really were her hallmark but i mean it was sort of her first dip of her toe into it and and she played a high society houstonian right uh in a real life murder case so right. and i'm sure you knew the real life people involved yes. with that of course right yeah texas texas <laughs> so i was gonna say so kind of kind of knowing the backstory of some of the characters what was it like to be on the set of something like that um, well, I'd never really done anything like that. Um, it was pretty exciting just to see how they come in and make it you happen. Know, make, yeah. create it. Right. But uh, when that was over, I was thinking I'm much happier on my side of the Absolutely. camera. Yeah. You know, Isn't this is my, you know, it's my happy place when I'm creating. Well, and you've you've shared your happy place around the world and with around the world of of um, viewers and you know onlookers and fans and all that. When did you start shooting internationally? <laughs> Early. Early on, okay. Because I didn't know the word no. Okay. Okay. And so my dream, uh, I'm a young photographer, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a princess in my portfolio? Yeah. And Do you have a special one in mind? Of course, okay. <laughs> Her Serene Highness Princess Grace. Oh, right, of and course. I had admired and respected her, and read every article, and just you know, just so admired her. She's an icon. Icon. Yeah. And so you photographed, if I'm not mistaken, you photographed the last official portrait yes, of Princess Grace before she died. Do you want to hear the story? I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear the story, and just full disclosure, I've heard this story before, but it is truly the most fascinating part of the story gets better every time. I have ever, ever Aww. heard. In mm -hmm. fact, you told me at our wedding cruise, and I'm supposed to be mingling with all the guests, and I, I swear to God we were together for 20 minutes talking about it, because <laughs> I was just, I was so just taken by it. So, yeah, we'd love, love for you to share that with everybody. Well, as I said, I wanted a princess in my portfolio, and every time I mentioned it, I was laughed at. So I had an opportunity to be in Monaco, and I thought, okay, I'm going to take this and 
I'm going to find a way and knock on the door <laughs> to the palace. When a Monica. And being, a strong, Texas, the and being a strong Texas woman. Yeah. Let's not forget that. So when I was in Monaco, I went to the concierge and I said, um, um, may I have the number to the palace? And he just was dying laughing. Sure. <laughs> and he said, you're a commoner you know something like that and just laughed and oh. that didn't go well with me so i went it's not the truth first of all <laughs> i went to my room and i stayed there for an entire day going what am i how am i going to do this how, and i know i know there's a way i know there's a way and all of a sudden after a really a long day um i had an idea hmm. and i knew that Grace was good friends with um, your friend, Lynn Wyatt. Yes, of course. And uh, in Houston, and she would do the Red Cross Ball mm -hmm. with Princess Grace in Monaco. And mm -hmm. so Texas was in the news all the time. All the time back then, yeah, still is. So I thought, oh, okay, I, I get it. So I walked down to the translator's office and I said, oh, I just got in from Texas. I left Grace's number back home. Would you please call the vice mayor and get the number? And she picked up the phone and she called the vice mayor and she got the number. And I said, oh, um, just ask for the personal secretary. Meanwhile, I had no idea what I was going to say or do. I, yeah. I was just on, I was just writing it. And so as things worked out, she had the she had Paul Swaggy on the phone, and that was her secretary. And she handed me the phone, and he said to me, "How did you get this number?" I said, "Oh, the vice mayor gave it to me, and all I want is five minutes of your time." And I'm a f photographer, and I'm over here visiting, and I would just love to share with you what I want to do. So I think out of curiosity, he said, "Okay." Yeah. And then two days later, I was going to the palace, and I was saluted going in. I felt very proud of myself, and we had a wonderful visit. And he said to me, well, I, I don't know, you know, uh, if you can do this, let me talk to her. She's out of the country, and I'll get right back with you. And I said, okay. And I was just happy that I got in. Mm -hmm. And I could go back to the concierge and say, don't ever underestimate yeah. the <laughs> power. Don't underestimate a, a Texan and a Texan. The power of a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and so um, uh, I got a letter. When I got back home, I had a letter waiting. So we're sitting on the, we're sitting around my desk holding the letter. And someone brings a bottle of champagne, and we, we don't know what the answer is. And um, we open it up, and Paul has said, I have talked to Her Serene Highness, and she's agreed to do the portrait. But we want you to do it in, Fran in Paris, mm. because that's where she's going to be when you come back. And so um, I wrote him back. You know, that was back in the days right. when you would write. Sure. Letters. No emails, people. No emails. Airmail. <laughs> right. Wow. So um, anyway, I got I got to um, Paris, and I, the first thing I did, and I had other sittings mm -hmm. I was doing as yeah. well. Right. And 
when I got there, I had Paul on the phone, and there's this long silence. And <laughs> and he said, I'm terribly sorry, but this is not a good time for you to do her portrait because of several things that had gone on. And I Going was, on in her life? Yes. Okay. Going on in her life. Mm. And uh, I said, okay. And I went ahead and did my work. Mm -hmm. A lot of other well-known people. And um, everybody I knew was going to see her or be with her right. or have dinner with her. Yeah. And I kept saying, well, tell her you met the Texas photographer. So um, I went back home. And I didn't give up. Right. I did not give up. So I wrote Paul every holiday possible letter you could. Father's Day, Christmas, oh, Thanksgiving. So you know, I just, you know, I just kept writing him. Right. And then nine months later, I get another letter from Monaco. And he says in the letter, if you still want this appointment, you have it on this day. Wow. So I called him and said yes. And I said, I just want to meet with Her Serene Highness before the photo shoot because mm -hmm. I'm going to fly up just to do this. Right. Because she was my dream. Right, yeah. Wow. So um, it happens, and I'm there, and I'm, I'm going into the palace to meet with her before the photo shoot, which was two days later. So, so wait a minute, two days after you got the letter, you had to be there? No, no, I had 10 days. Got it, okay. That's still... still I was just trying to cut, still. it's a long story. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm there and, um, and everything, when you step into her apartment in the palace, I always say this, everything was white. Mm -hmm. The carpet was white, mm. the couches were Dreamy. white. It, it was beautiful. And she loved photography mm -hmm. and she was a photographer herself. Yeah. And I remember, um, I mean, back then, I just had this little book of my work. Yeah. You know. Right. And, and then she said, great, since you're here, would you do a favor for us? And I said, what is that? And she said, would you also photograph Prince Rainier and myself for a government stamp? And I did not fall off the couch. <sighs> and anyway, so that, wow. that happened. And... It, it, it happened, and I remember my feelings when I got on the airplane. But the interesting thing about the story is I left on Monday, and I got home on Friday, and because I knew I was there, right after I had met with Princess Grace, I yeah. had the number to Sophia Lorian. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, I had a representative in France, and she connected me to a lot of wonderful people. And... She said, here's Sophia's number. Just call her. So, you know, I... Another I, of the world's most beautiful women. women. I know. So it it, I called seven times. So I tried one more time. Mm -hmm. And I was just going on and on and talking to someone. And then I said, who am I talking with? And she said, this is Sophia. <laughs> so we went on for another hour. Wow. She was just so charming yeah. and um, so um, I said on my way home after photographing you know Princess Grace I go through Paris 
and I'm staying at George Sank, and mm-hmm. I know you're in the George Sank yeah. apartments. Yeah, I would love so to great. come by. I love that f- hotel. Love that terrace with the irises. If I'd love to come by and photograph you. And she said, okay. And so I remember having six bellmen carry my trunk yeah. with all my lights. Wow. 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 So I, ca- I got home on a Friday. So that was probably one of the best weeks in my That's life. That's a good week. That's it's a, a week in the life of Gray Hawn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to say. be Gray Hawn, and, and that week was especially good to be Gray Hawn. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Now, when you were photographing Princess, Princess Grace, Grace, what's what's a memory from that shoot that you have? It. Um, About her. Yes. Um, it wasn't the world I thought it was for her. Mm-hmm. As beautiful and kind and lovely, I saw her alone mm-hmm. interesting and um the image that i show that i've showed everywhere and it's you know life size is she's looking off and looking very regal, very regal. in the yeah. in the palace and just beautiful i know she picked images of her really smiling mm-hmm. looking straight on right. but she was she was beautiful but i didn't feel like it was um i felt like it was a hard life mm-hmm. yeah it was full of trade-offs right i'm sure yeah as she's right. alluded to well, and she gave up a career she gave right. up yeah i think she gave up a lot of things yeah right and i don't think she she realized it was going to be for a lifetime right i think she thought i'll put this down and i'll go back to it and that just never happened yeah. right yeah and sophia loren who continues to act yeah it's like the energizer bunny she is she, she was right? and that's the way she was yeah. and we just laughed and had fun wow just a couple and, of cool and grace girls sitting around. right and grace was very demure and graceful and like know, a princess like right. a, she was a princess yeah. definitely wow wow and so besides photographing some of the most famous and most beautiful women you have photographed cowboys you have photographed you know pyramids i mean the list goes on and on i know well i've been on cattle drives yeah you have and uh that's you know for years i i love our cowboys yeah i know you do and i have a wonderful collection and it's it's an experience that's very different what to a, be with a, a you know watching that world it's it's hard mm-hmm. hard work hard work yeah is that what fascinates you about them as a subject the most oh well i didn't know what i was walk you know the first time i started photographing them i didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. it was all yeah and did, how did that invitation come to you refresh my memory on well that. there are several clients that have big ranches yeah yeah very big yes ranches. but surely they didn't say photograph my cattle drive i mean i'm sure that you were engaged in that and thinking that's something that would make for good photography sort of the marlboro man mm-hmm. mystique the aura of the west i mean i know you shot for clayton williams and i mean i know you have lots of big clients who are famous potentates of Texas and, mm-hmm. and the land and own tens and hundreds of thousands of acres. But I would imagine you would have really sought that. Right. No, it just kind of came it to you. It just came to you. Okay. It just kind of came. You're just a girl who can't say no. <laughs> I'm, I am. <laughs> just like the song. And Electra Biggs Ranch, you know, that yeah. was one oh, of yeah. the biggest ranches, right. as big as, I don't know. Bigger than huge. the King Ranch. I mean, right. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. 
wow, isn't that something? And then your international travels with certainly shooting the Rothschilds and other famous families. I know you've shot in Nantucket for 12, summers on in twelve years for the Christmas card that would show up six years later. And I've been to your atelier and your studio, and it is it is a cornucopia of pop culture. I mean, just the way, just the volume of what you've shot. It's got to be overwhelming. To, to see it from my perspective. So I would imagine it's overwhelming to shoot it if you look back on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when I look back and reflect, I'm I'm like, wow. Wow, I did that? I, yes. Is there I, stuff that you come across and it's like, okay, I kind of remember shooting that or? No, I remember everything. You remember everything, okay. It's interesting. Okay. I can go up to someone I uh, did this not too long ago in Memphis, and Memphis, he, Tennessee. Right. What were you doing there? A big event. Oh, okay. And it was the man that runs Elvis's oh enterprise. Yeah, the estate. Yeah. The estate. Yeah. And I had photographed his daughter, and I went up to him and I said, "I remember the candelabras, and we put her up high, and oh, how cool. in the dress she wore, yeah. and you know, yeah, she wow. was like a college student now." Right. So I remember, yeah. I remember photographing. Which just shows how present you are, right? Truly. No, wow. no phoning it in for Gray Hawn. No. She is yeah. there and she is real, and and you're living it. But some of my most interesting have been when I would cross an ocean to go uh, to Egypt. Yeah, tell us about so that. So tell us about going there. Has that been a place you'd always wanted to visit? Yes. Yeah. And. Um, the first time I went, it was doing it the way everybody does it, mm -hmm. and I've got wonderful images, so I knew I wanted to go back, and yeah. I had an opportunity, again, to do something very unusual, and that was to go and live with a family that um, is a camel family. Mm. Very different they in raise, their home. They raise camels. They raise camels. Interesting. Wow. Okay. But the and that was interesting. But then I was gonna go into the Sinai Desert, which mm -hmm. is considered a you know a dangerous yes, desert right. to go yeah. into, especially yeah. an American. Mm -hmm. But I had an opportunity to go and ride with the largest Bedouin tribe and document it. There are twenty tribes in there. And um, I'm proud of myself because I rode for six days, eight hours a day, and I slept on a camel. On a camel. On a camel, and I slept under the stars. Isn't that incredible? That's and amazing. I was around the campfire, you know, hearing the stories. There yeah. was, uh, there was another, uh, there was a man that spoke fluent Arabic, mm -hmm. and then a woman that was very involved with one of the museums. Isn't that something? So it was an opportunity of a lifetime, and I did it. And I even climbed the Sinai Desert. I mean, not desert, but mountain. Yeah, Mount Sinai, literally Mount Sinai. That's yeah. incredible. Wow. And so this happened because it seems like you brought it into your universe. You'd already been there before. Right. There was, I was, it was calling you back almost, right. which is really neat. To see a different version than you had seen right, I before wanted, yes. of the touristy type stuff. It's, that's the heart and the soul. Right. And right. even in India, when I'm photographing their royal families and a Maharaja wedding or where, you know, 
uh, the Queen Mother. I did the Queen Mother. Oh, that's right. I knew that. Yeah. Um, well, tell, I, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, how was that? What, what was that like shooting with her? Um, well, she hadn't allowed a photographer to photograph her in 10 years because she was getting older, but yeah, she's right. beautiful. She was always considered one of the most beautiful women yeah. of, of India. Yeah. And I was with a dear friend, Anjum, and um, she got it set up. And I didn't know how important she was, but my friend Anjum was just jumping up and down. She was so excited that wow. she was going to get to meet her. Wow. Because she had agreed to let me come in and photograph her. So, you know, I created something beautiful, and she was happy. Now, how old of a woman was she at that point? She was in her 80s, yeah. probably. Yeah. But still, I remember she was in a blue and white sari. God, wow. And then I, uh, the Maharaja wedding went on for five days. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Unbelievable. Yeah. How, how many bad. hours a day? Like, like how I don't many even hours know. You can start to finish. I, I don't even know. It's but so ceremonially, so ceremoniously based that I mean, it yeah. Just, there's so much to cover in five days. I would imagine. Right, but I I do remember running a high fever, and there was like 102. Yeah. I never oh, get God. sick. But they had dressed me in the beautiful, most mm. beautiful clothes and jo Indian jewelry. Wow. And that was back when I had the Hasselblad. I was shooting, yeah. you know, and yeah. carrying that heavy ca camera. Yeah. That would be a Wasn't toll a on anyone, much well, less someone who wasn't feeling well with 102 degrees. But I fever. did it. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you go into, whenever I'm photographing, I forget everything around me. I just, mm -hmm. I go into that zone. It's a, that happy place, and yeah. I just, I create. It's a, yeah. like almost a meditation yeah. for That's me. That's interesting. I just go there. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, and on that note, your kids are also creative. Absolutely. You have, you, have, you have three gorgeous children, and they're all very talented and very creative in their own way. Do you think they're inspired by what they see, or do you think they were born with it? And do you think that people are born with it, or it develops? yourself well for me um i was a painter but i um 10 years later i found out that my great great grandfather was a horse and buggy portrait photographer oh, no way. wow yes that's incredible that is so cool i didn't know that i never knew that for 10 years until someone told me that story amazing and he died in the galveston flood Oh my goodness! And he yeah. the the stole century. my grandmother's heart, oh. and she rode side saddle. Wow! Wow! But anyway, so is it in the DNA? I kind of think it is. It doesn't hurt. That's for it sure. It doesn't hurt, yeah. and I think it takes a, a mentor, a family member, or anybody to help bring that out. That's exactly right. Well, and Joy is an example of yeah. that. Yes. Your pride and joy. Your, yes. Your daughter. And she is so creative, and certainly what she's done to make the world better and more um, kid-friendly, if you will. Yes. Right? And make and helping kids understand their place in the world with her animated children's books, and you two have teamed with NASA. What's your latest project with her? My latest project? Yeah. Uh, it's always something with you two. Well, um, she's been, re her book has just been received wonderfully. Yeah. And there's somebody seriously looking at it that's huge. Oh, great. Um, to develop it into well, a TV series? Well, um, no, it's, it's, 
Um, I can't really say okay. yet. To be continued until we um, can reveal it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. That's exciting. But sh- um, together we are working on um, a little project, and she has a trailer, and we're writing up all the oh, episodes. Great. Oh, great. That's awesome. That's amazing. And you also have an art exhibit coming up, too. Yes, I do. Yeah, tell us about that. At, I'm excited. Grace greatest hits. Um, Manuel's on Congress, and it's going to be February the 5th. Mm-hmm. That's on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. not a huge busy night. Yeah. And it's it's going to be wonderful. There's going to be Cuban and Latin American music. Fantastic. And art. And it's um, I'm going to be showing Mexico and Egypt and Africa. Again, your greatest India. hits. Yeah, some of something. my favorites. Yeah. Wow. And so does that inspire you to see, because uh, you've had lots of gallery showings, I've attended many of them. Does it inspire to see, inspire you when you see your body of work like that? Yes. It does. It does. Collectively. It does. Yeah. It just, it's a good feeling. Yeah. And a lot of those are for sale too, correct? Yes. Yes. So anyone can buy whatever they want or several if they yes, want it. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And okay. um, really no home should be without right. a Greyhound photograph. None. <laughs> In my true. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's you. true. It's well, true. I'm an artist. Right. And I, yes, an artist has to work. Yes. But I love, I, you know, I love what I do. You love it's what you the do. magic carpet of going everywhere. That's and, right. you had men- <laughs> and you had mentioned with the exhibit on the 5th that they're going to be up for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, thank you yeah. for that. Yes, they're going to be up. They're going to be up all of February and the following month. I can't oh, think of a better way much. than to eat flautas but to buy a photograph. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Margaritas and flautas in a Greyhound painting or and photograph. I don't have the invitation in front of me, but um, and it's twenty-five um, percent. It's going to go to a wonderful cause oh, great. that's going to be helping women. In Mexico oh, and Egypt. Well, you've been oh, that's a, you've been attached to so many great causes over the years. I know it's always tough to choose what it's to be a part of, but I know that um, the Manuel's people are also givers as well. Yes, Greg they and are. Jennifer love to give back, and I know that's why you all have attracted each other to this no, opportunity. We we're becoming fast friends yeah, every day. Neat, neat a thousand people. emails. I'll bet. I'll no, bet. It's well, good. it takes a village to raise an it art really exhibit, does. as we know. Yes. Well. And I want to just jump from um, just jump from photography to style because you are an incredibly stylish woman. Where, what, who has inspired you from a style perspective, or who, you know, who would that be besides yourself? Well, you know, being an <laughs> artist. Um, when I was young, I used to design all my clothes. Really, I had a wonderful dressmaker, and Love I it. just created, and then a little bit later you never would know this but uh, my stepmother and I designed clothes and I painted on fabrics oh, silks cool. and did beautiful designs I did I, wow. you know I I'm just a creative that. soul that's right and so who was I mean I love Oscar de la Renta I used to wear a lot and Zondra Rhodes yeah and I met yeah. Zondra at one of my dear friends big fourth of july parties in london wow with the pink hair yeah and she was just in dallas recently uh, i know i missed that we were supposed to be there and we were out of town as well yeah yeah. so she's really i mean she's made a comeback which is fantastic her line is reinvigorated and certainly her aesthetic is there's a newfound appreciation for it as well yeah Yeah. which is so cool no it really is so um 
so I want to just jump back to the Princess Grace thing again. Okay. So, and really, it's, it is a thing. It's like this epic uh, thing. Thing, just the portrait. That I mean, it's mm-hmm. really it's a, just one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard. And it was the last portrait. It was the, the last, last official portrait yeah. of her, which mm-hmm. is just you, you look back on that, and that's that just goes to show determination. What advice would you give to somebody who's told no? Oh, never listen to that, for sure. <laughs> never take no for an answer. I, uh, there's a window open everywhere. Yeah. You just have to keep trying. Right. And, you know, never give up. Never right. give up. And your story is the absolute, I, I can't think of a better story that embodies that. And just the deter- sheer determination and will that you wanted to make that happen. What about her? really drew you as a subject that you were like this is my bucket list person that I want to photograph I loved her films but I uh I just remember reading the articles and the wedding was Mm. just yeah worldwide and everyone fell in love with her and I'm a romantic at heart and I think that shows in my work oh, as totally. well. Well, you, you, every even my cowboys, even your cowboys. Is a, <laughs> well, it's a romanticism of the West. Yes, yes. I mean, you fall in love with your in subjects, Egypt. and you can tell that you fall in love with your subjects. As Everything well. you will see, it's has that that look. Yeah, it's right. It's not. It's different. It's a prettier version of itself. Yes, yes. Which is what I like to say about your work, and everyone is a prettier version of himself or herself who was photographed by you. So that's, oh. you're making the world more beautiful, Gray Hawn. Oh, thank well, you. Well, she totally is. Well, and you know, you had mentioned the Rothschild family earlier. What's the difference shooting like a whole family versus just an individual subject and trying to capture those dynamics through the camera? It's totally different. Um, well, you know, 40 years of photographing, I've yeah. seen it all. <laughs> so um, Until the next might, fo- photo shoot when it'll be something new. You might have the perfect family it's the dynamics of everybody um but i tell stories when i'm photographing i can remember uh i had just gotten back from africa i was there for three months and uh, i had this big family to photograph and they weren't real you know sometimes they don't pay attention or they're somewhere else so i all i did Mm -hmm. was I kept talking about Africa, so I had their okay. attention, and they didn't even know they were being photographed. Oh, yeah. So oh. at the slideshow, the man, you know, they're there looking at the presentation of this body of work that I've done, and they're, they, they've fallen in love with almost all of them, and the man says to me, I didn't think you got one because all you did was talk about Africa. I had no idea <laughs> that you were capturing this. So I tell stories. You really disarm them because people right. are, are naturally. They're nervous. They're nervous. They're uncomfortable. Especially when a camera is involved. They're not yes. used to it. You know, people I'm feel the same, awkward. I'm the same way. Yeah. It, 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 are you really? Yeah. Yeah, Isn't I like to be on my side. Okay. All yeah. right. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's always interesting, like especially like in a format like this, where they're you know where it's strictly audio. There's there, there's definitely a different aesthetic and dynamic to that than you know a visual medium. So it's, right, mm-hmm. and children are totally different. Yeah. You just follow the you know it's capturing their world. And you right. photograph so many children and families, thousands, thousands, 
and beautiful babies and beautiful children uh, and beautiful over seventy thousand people. Wow! I counted that like ten years ago. How did you? So, do you have like a data? How were you able to count? I remember that? I could do it back then. Ask me now. I don't know. She's a human how. spreadsheet. I was like, wow, the fact that you could do that's amazing. So all you people out there who have been photographed by Gray Hawn, and I'm one of them, we're one of 70,000 people. <laughs> so take that, Mr. Special Person. Not so much. Oh. <laughs> but I love well, it. They're, they're, they're honored to have had that experience with you. That's and I for sure. still love photographing. Yeah. It's, it's my joy. Yeah. Okay. So, so with the technology changes, has that made it easier, better, smarter, faster, worse? Less I like engaging. both worlds, like both. Okay. and I still love film. Yeah, film is so, so beautiful, yeah. and you know I did kids' television shows for twelve years, right? And that was back in the film day as well. So I, I, I had a hard time. Yeah, and I finally made the switch. Yeah, Got but to, when to I'm digital. in photo, yes, when yeah. I'm in Photoshop, um, I do everything to make it go back and look right. like film right 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 well there's so much that you can do do now i mean there should be an, a special effect called the greyhound effect <laughs> really <laughs> okay are you listening out there technology people because that needs to happen and even Aww. if it isn't officially noticed called that i mean it, it really would be known as a dreamy the dreamy greyhound oh, effect right yeah I, I love beauty right and uh so <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, we're about out of time, but oh. I want to end with one question, and that is, Greyhawn is, if anyone has been fortunate enough, like I have, to been seated next to her at a dinner party, she is a fascinating, probably the most fascinating person I've ever sat next to at a dinner party. Oh. Mm-hmm. I want to know from Greyhawn, who is her most, fasc- most fascinating person she sat next to at a dinner party, because you have the most interesting life, so whoever you would think is interesting has to be gangbusters interesting. Oh my goodness, so many. (laughs) You know, in Europe, I mean, I can remember sitting with the Avion family, you know, but, um, but also, um, Buzz. Buzz Aldrin? Yes. Oh, we love Buzz. He is the the energized bunny Mm -hmm. and he drinks Red Bull. I know. He does. Yes, he does. Buzz drinks Red Bull. You heard it here first, people. And all he talks about is rendezvousing to Mars. Yeah. Really? That's still. I mean, he. Yes. He's a, he's well, a let's just say he'd, he'd elbow to the front of the line if that spacecraft yeah. was taking off tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. good for yeah. him. But <laughs> a lot of wonder, yeah, wonderful people. Yeah. What do you think an interesting, you know, an interesting, interesting dinner party companion had? Like, what's a trait that they have that they all share? Um. That they're lively and. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I think lively is a perfect word. It's an energy that people bring to a dinner right. party. It's enthusiasm. So if they want to sit down and have fun, they're going to have fun. Excitement, right? yeah. humor, really present. Yeah. Really present to everybody that's speaking. Right. Yeah. How cool. I agree completely because we've all been to um, a few dinner parties that were not as lively and that were not as dynamic and we've been seated next to people who were, did not match us energetically and it's a little bit tougher so you have to work harder for it I mm-hmm. found, to overcompensate that energy that they're not exuding but that's okay I mean yeah. you know, we live and learn from that yeah 
Yeah. Well, Gray, this has really been just an honor and a pleasure. And did you say great? Gray, gray, great great. Gray, it's been great. Great on, okay. yeah, something yeah. like that. Right. <laughs> she is great. Everyone she knows is, that. But I mean, Gray really has the most interesting stories. You've led the most interesting life, and it's just been an honor for us Aww. to sit here and just have you share that with the world because it Thank really you. is a gift. And, and she's just we know warming a lot of people up. Get a lot this out is, of it. I mean, I know. Buckle up. People. I can't wait to it see what the next chapter is. I know. I know. It's so exciting. I, I know. You'll have to hear about Africa sometime. Well, you've got to come back. Will and you we'll come talk back? about it. Yes. We'd love to do that. I love that. Africa. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you so much, Gray. I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli. And we're signing off with Gray Hahn from the Bob Bullock, Texas. Texas State History Museum, reminding you that great style starts with a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.